Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Elite City Podcast. Uh, after a week of crazy weather, Mr. Rick had to dig everything out up there. How are you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, just just random off the top. Um, did you know that there's a new Shazam movie? I've heard nothing <laughs> of it. No, I, I didn't. I saw no no advertisements for it at any point, especially not yesterday on, on Dynamite. There was not n- yesterday. No mentions of this Shazam movie. I didn't. Nothing. <laughs> None whatsoever. They even had it on the, the ring mat. Like, I, know. <laughs> like oh, I mean, obviously they got paid well to put all that there, but still. <laughs> and then this movie's gonna like bomb, and somehow people on the internet are gonna be like, "See, it's all AEW's fault. They didn't. People didn't want to see it because they don't like Jeff Jarrett." <laughs> hey, Jeff Jarrett's a draw. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yes, this is a heck of a match. Anyways. Um, well, well, but before we get started, there were some major announcements yesterday, uh, yes, regarding Canada and AEW. So, yes, um, you looks well, they're, they're doing a whole Canadian tour, yes, so they're starting with uh, I should have wrote all this down, but I they're didn't. starting with Toronto, I think, and then moving across. Oh, yeah, okay, that's what I was gonna say. I didn't know if they were starting in Toronto or ending in Toronto. Yeah, they're going across. Okay. So they're starting in Toronto at what is actually called Scotiabank Arena, not the oh. not the Scotiabank Center, <laughs> where the Leafs and Raptors play for Forbidden Door. Forbidden and then they're going across the country from there. First and foremost, this is a this is the big building. It's the NHL Arena. So yes, I mean you figure at least probably like seventeen to eighteen, if yeah. just the seats that are in it now. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is: Are you going to be on every mobile device you own Monday trying to get tickets. Yeah. I was so excited when I heard about this and then, and I'm already so ready to be completely disappointed when it well, sells out in like 22 seconds. And I go out and the only tickets available are like $3,000 because they're from scalpers. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm, I really, I'm really looking forward to it, but I, I'm trying to like temper my expectations because I feel like I'll go on Monday morning and they'll be like, we sold 15,000 tickets and, 32 seconds it's gone <laughs> you're right now for longtime listeners of the show we know that you have the dream of aew at the sky dome yes is is this and for real do you think this is a test yeah i i think and this isn't me like being toronto centric i don't think i feel like they're trying they're trying to make toronto like one of their their oh, key definitely. markets, how like Chicago is a huge market for them. Like this is going to be like one of their top cities just based oh, on them doing the second forbidden door there. And like, I don't know. I feel like this is, this is the start of something. I agree. Um, especially like w- with them doing like the whole second like tour of Toronto, like they're right. Gonna, or not Toronto of Canada, excuse me. They're going to be in uh, Eastern Canada for, for like, close to a month yeah a long time from uh the 25th till middle of july so yeah over almost a month so it's it's gonna be a nice little uh summer tour you guys are getting so it's gonna be fun yeah i think so I, i'm i'm also really excited about the the calgary show even though it's a 
house show because yes. I feel like maybe there's some some rule around there where they can sneak Bret Hart in if it's not on TV. And guaranteed they will do that. <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking, as I saw some other people mention too, the, the Owen Hart tournament last year was in May. Do you think they move it to June, July so they can have it in Canada? Oh, I mean, I, I want that to happen now, especially it was about a month long, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they're going to like Saskatoon and Saskatchewan, like places in Saskatchewan. And that would be absolutely incredible. I, I really hope that happens now. <laughs> I hope they do it too. Because I mean, they're not going to Calgary for Dynamite, but they're going to Edmonton for Dynamite. So that's pretty close. Okay. I feel like they could do something. I don't know. I don't, that's just my thought with the, that much time in Canada and they have an Owen Hart tournament, like move it back, do it in right. June and July instead and have it there. Right. I mean, yeah, that makes perfect sense, especially because like that's the like, um well it's not the dead part of the summer for AEW, but that's in between um double or nothing and uh what's uh full gear or revolution yeah there's forbidden door full which gear. is not really like storyline wise right. and then yeah yeah so i mean that's you're after double or nothing in may it's your next pay-per-view is not till september so yeah or do they have um new japan wrestlers in the owen tournament and have it at forbidden door Oh, well, they do that too. Because they've had, they, I mean, Owen, right. Owen, Owen wrestled in New Japan, so. I I bet you that's going to happen. I bet you the finals will be at Forbidden Door. That'd be really cool. Yeah, because I totally forgot he did wrestle in New Japan, so. Oh, you're here first. That would be great. That's, I'd be very excited. Oh, that's going to be incredible. Yes, it would be. I also um, thought about how cool it was that I mean, I'm fully expecting this to sell out immediately on Monday, just like yes. like last year's did. And it is really cool that like it's a show in Canada from not the largest American wrestling company and a <laughs> right. Japanese wrestling company right. are going to sell out a show and several with shows them. likely in Canada, right. which is pretty cool. With, with no card announced. Right. <laughs> like think right. about that. Like they would know, don't even know one match for Forbidden Door and you're, you think it's going to sell out and what we think it's going to sell out in like minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unreal. That's that pretty cool. Crazy. That's, and especially yeah, that's because it's like, cool. it's Japanese wrestling, right? It's not, I mean, it's available because it's the internet, but it's not like, like yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And it's, oh, that is, wow. Super cool. Good for Canada. Good for you guys. You deserve it. And it's, I'm, I'm jealous that you get a pay-per-view before us, but <laughs> we had, just talked about it last week, how we thought we should have right. pay-per-views. Yes. We've had more dynamites than you, though. So that's true. Yeah, so, I'm really uh, happy they also get to go to the Scotiabank Arena, which is a much bigger building um, from yes. where they were, where they had dynamite. The, the building they went in dynamite was fine, but it's a small arena. It's like an AHL arena, so it doesn't hold that many people. So okay. being able to go to a big building, which was a WWE building, so I'm not sure. I mean, WWE still runs there. Right. They're running. They're running a SmackDown show from there in in August. So it's interesting that they even got in there. It is, and. I mean, like I was texting you, maybe with the uh, rumor of this sale, like some of these arena contracts are, I don't want to say negated, but maybe there's ways out. Or maybe they're coming, like they come due, like maybe they have like a 10 year deal oh, or something and it's, yeah. and it's run out. So um, we had, uh, well, well, we had Dynamite, but we had a very odd in, in, uh, intro segment, I guess we could call it. It was very, um, 
I don't know, 1998 Raw. Yeah. <laughs> what do you th- What do you think of them starting with a segment as opposed to a match? They don't do it very um, often. And and it, it which made it special. I mean, I I liked it just because yeah. it doesn't happen every single week. And if they keep it that way, I'm I'm all on board. I don't want it every episode of Dynamite to start with a um 20 minute multi person promo. Right. <laughs> but I yeah I I liked I like cuz it's it was it was unique and it was it was good. Yes. Okay, now I'm just right off uh right off the bat how many TVs did you break when MJF insulted the Hitman? <laughs> that was really good. He's it was you know awesome. he, it's a, it's an e- it's an easy shot but it works. It's yeah. so it's such an easy shot to take in Canada but it's such a such a good one. <laughs> like, and it was Canada's easy. Had... Like we're really easy to make fun of. So like... well, and it was MJF was smart because he had a 50-50 crowd and right. He went 100% against him by just saying that. Right. <laughs> so you insult Bret Hart. I mean, it's, you could, well, I was going to say you could insult the prime minister, but no, half the people probably cheer if you insult right. the prime minister. <laughs> but yeah, Bret, Bret Hart is, is above that. Yes. Uh, he also claimed to be the best in the world again. Yes. Um, there's too many of these seeds being planted. Yes. So, after all that, we have the other three pillars come down. Uh, first off, I thought it was awesome. Yes. And obviously, I, well, I, I, I'm going to throw it to you real quick. How do you think Sammy did? Pretty good. Better than I thought. Um, I, 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 I know he's a heel. Great. So like the problem was a bit that it was kind of a face promo yes um yes but he's a heel and he did take a couple shots like he took a little like um i forget exactly what he said but somewhere he took a shot at the crowd just to make sure yeah, that they were going about all these dumb people or something yeah like something that, like or, that yeah like even all these yeah i think it was something like yeah even all these dumb canadians i know that or something it yeah. was like that was that was smart of him to take a, a shot at them so that they'd boo him um but i liked it i thought it was good i, I actually liked all their promos because they kind yes. of they did a if you had never seen this show before, it kind of showed you the differences between these these four people, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I mean, Darby kind of let the cat out of the bag. Me and you have talked about for years, there's going to be somebody in this company that they're going to be there till the lights get turned off or till right. they retire. And it's, it sounds like it was Darby. Yeah. I like, I really like the, the two parts that I really liked about it. One part was Darby saying that, that like you talk about how you want to leave all the time. I'm never leaving. Maybe it's bad for business, but I'm business. Right. I'm not going anywhere because they let me do what I want. That was cool. Yes. It, it made him clearly the, the top face, even though Jack Perry's also a face. Right. Um, I really liked that, and I really liked uh, MJF pointing out, you know, you had Christian, you have Sting, you have yeah. Jericho. I, I'm just me. I don't need a, a, a you know, a veteran to, to pump me up and put me in the main event. I thought that was really good too. Now, see, my only response, one of those three should have responded. Oh, I forgot you only spent a year and a half at Cody's side. Sorry. That yeah, that's true. Response. That's true. <laughs> that, that would be good. my response. Yeah. <laughs> um. The, the thing that I liked about all three of them, uh, all three of the promos, is Jack, Perry, 
and Sammy's were obviously in character and insulted MJF as his character. Right. Where Darby's blurred the lines of reality and insulted Max on the, I mean, obviously he probably cleared it with him backstage, but he insulted him personally. Yeah. And I like that because Max takes it there. Like Max is the one who's mentioned yes. that he's wants to leave and that he should get paid more. And like, so yeah, it didn't seem out of care, out of turn for Darby to say that it was good. Right. And uh, like, I just thought it was very well done the way that like the evolution of all four of them talking and it was like in and out of character and it was really cool. Yeah. And they all did pretty well. Like they're none of them other than MJF are guys who you would say are great promos. Right. Like the other three guys, but they all did a really good job. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously MJF, you just give him a microphone. He, he could cut a promo against a brick wall and it'd be right. good. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> so, it's, it's the other three who did a pretty good job considering they yes. don't usually cut promos that often, like not yeah. live in front of a crowd promos. And I, I was going to say, and I, I think collectively everybody knocked it out of the park. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. This is a fun segment. And of course, because it's wrestling and there was a cake. He, yes you had to fall on the you can't have a cake at a wrestling event and not and, have someone fall on the cake and mjf i love you because you get it did you notice how like he was gonna like bounce off the table and he yeah. grabbed the cake yeah so more of it got on him he tried he purpose like yeah up. he didn't really yeah. hit it that well but he's like i he grabbed it and flipped it over sort of onto him yeah yeah that was great but, pro through and through <laughs> i mean only certain people would have got that nuance of, oh, no, I need to do this because the table didn't break. And, right. I need oh, to look so like more good. of a loser. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. So where do um, you think where do you think this goes with the four of them? Does it go to a, uh, a four way match or what do you think? Uh, see, the easy answer is like having a fatal four way at like double or nothing. Right. But do like. That's a well, I guess it's not that far off. It's like a month and a half. Oh, you yeah, it's like the end, end of May, yeah. End of May. Okay, so two months. Uh well, yeah, a month and a half ish. Uh yeah, yeah, you could yeah. I I'm I, well, I'm I'm gonna fantasy book it myself. I want the fatal four way, but right. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Because there's too much that's like well, is I always forget is double or nothing their WrestleMania or is the one in? <laughs> it's hard to is... say. It's it's hard to say now. Okay, I always forget if it's in May or in September, whatever there. Yeah, <laughs> there. It's hard to say because even even you could say Full Gear is possibly there. Oh, it's hard to say. Too. It's hard to say which their which is their biggest show. Um. Well, okay, I'm gonna stick with my gut, so I'm not stumbling over words here. I want a fatal four way, but what I think they're gonna do. Is of course, I think MJF is going to say something like, "Oh, I have something in my contract where you guys are going to have to wrestle each other in uh, like some sort of eliminator three way or something." Right. And then, of course, he would get the winner of that, so that person would have to wrestle for like three matches to get to him or something. Right. Yeah, I I can see something like that happening because MJF is always making people go through other people to get to him. Uh, my thinking is I think he'll make them do like a kind of like series of matches, like a round robin series, like Jungle Boy versus Darby and then Darby versus Sammy and then oh, Sammy okay. versus Jungle. And I'd be like, oh, whoever gets the most wins out of all you guys gets the right. to, f-. And then somehow they all end up tied 
and we end up at oh. a, we end up at a four way match. That please let that happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, I, they so, might not even go to double or nothing. I mean, they could. Is there any special dynamites coming up? They might. Uh, well, there is a couple battle of the belts. Yeah, not a couple. There is a battle of the belts in in April. Uh, that seems too big and, for a battle of the belts, though. Like a world, yeah. title, world title match. I don't think they've ever done that before. Uh, not one like this big. Right. You know, like if it was, it would be like, I don't know, like one of the Eliminator tournament or not Eliminator tournaments, uh, those proving ground matches or whatever they're called. Right. Um, yeah, there aren't really any special ones. Last year they had St. Patrick's Day Slam, which is like tomorrow or Friday. Yeah. Um, then there's the three year anniversary show, but that's the end of May anyway. So that is kind of the same as double or nothing. Okay. So they didn't really have a, any special matches, any special dynamites. Hmm. Well, we I don't know. Well, if, unless they make one, they just make like a no, four way dynamite or something and have, I don't know. Cause it, it will be really hard to stretch this out. I agree with you. It's gonna be really hard to stretch this out for two months. It, yeah. Uh, I mean. If they could pull it off, hey, more power to them, but it's going to be a little rough. Yeah. Uh, the next match... Speaking of things the... being stretched Ooh. out for far too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we had the BCC versus Dark Order, and that was Mox, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta versus Evil Uno, Hangman, and Stu is back. Yes, Stu well, is back. Is, is he officially back? No, I think he's just... They said, like, Hangman called them up to, like, help him. Okay. Um, I feel like in out, you know, real real life, Stu just doesn't want to travel. I feel like that's what it is because oh, okay. every, every time they come to Canada, he's on the show. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but when they're not in Canada, he, I think I just think he doesn't want to travel. Like he, there was all those rumors about the, you know, how AEW doesn't respect him or doesn't, you know, he has a falling out with Toad. I don't think that's any yeah. of it. I think he just like he doesn't want to travel with a wrestling company. So he stays home and wrestles locally. And whenever AEW is nearby, he does a show. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, and boy, did he shut up the internet. Yeah, that was good. That was cool that they gave him. <laughs> That's another way you know that they don't like hate him. Because why would they give him like a, right. you know, a really good moment in this match? And like let him be a big. I mean, he right. Show, like that was. He was here before. Wrestle, yeah. Like not making fun of him. I mean, he right. Um. So basically, the BCC is their heels now, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but see, okay, this is my gripe. I was going to get into this, and I'm glad you brought it up. I don't want there to be any gray area with them. They right. need to be all one or all the other. And right, it's like, I agree. It, like, if, if they just need to like go full blown heel. Like, they need to follow Wheeler. Yeah, <laughs> Wheeler's, I like, agree. Being like an awesome heel right now. Wheeler's and always thought, kind of been a heel because he like even when he left, like best friends, he was kind of just like like true. I'm leaving. Like he wasn't he, he. It's not like he ever had a like a nice moment after he left. He just like yeah, these guys, I like them better. I'm gone, and just like. He's always kind of been a heel. Good call. I, I've thought, yeah. So yeah, they need to be more of that because 
they they do heelish things and sometimes they get booed and sometimes that same move gets cheered yeah <laughs> like it's i don't know uh, i think they'd be great they would be awesome monster heels because there really isn't a monster heel bad guy uh, right stable i agree yeah they, they they do they i mean sometimes they get booed and cheered for for stuff during the same match. I remember in like when right. Mox was feuding with Hangman, like he like, right. you know, threw Hangman into the steps and people cheered and then he threw him into the steps again and they booed. Like they just like. <laughs> right. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, they, they just need to go all one way or the other, which I think is coming eventually. Yeah. Uh, but this match was, I mean, this was like pay-per-view quality match. I mean, the physicality in this match was unreal. Like, like these guys brought it. Not, not that they ever lackluster or anything, but this was just a very physical match. Um, like I said, Stu was in the ring for, I don't know, at least half of this match. Um, that was obviously on purpose, you think? Yeah, I agree. I think it was just sort of like a, we're going to give him his moment. Like, I think AEW would have liked to continue working with him, but he doesn't want to travel. Right. So, or right. doesn't want to leave Canada. He doesn't want to do whatever. Or doesn't want to, you know, have a contract. Um so this is kind of their way of being like, no, we like, thanks for everything that you basically do or have right. done. And um, we're going to give you a moment and like, no hard feeling is kind of. And I, like you said, I really hope every time you guys are, or not you guys, every time they're in Canada, they give him something. Yeah. Yeah. They're in Canada for, a, they're in Canada for a month. He's going to be like main events to Grayson by the end of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even in that time, just like, um, uh, what he like put his hand in at the Canada Dynamite or something, right? Yeah, like just those little things are, yeah, I agree. So good. Um, well, it, we 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 finally got the hangman and Mox kind of round two type deal, right? Uh, but what did you think of Yuda kind of interrupting that? I, I liked it because, first of all, Yuta's being a jerk, which is, like, what he's supposed to be doing. Right. Um, that's what the fans wanted to see. And he wanted to, I also think that, it, it, I don't know, it worked. Because, like, Hangman and Mox is supposed to be over, right? So Yuta's probably just True. like, no, 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 you don't get to do this anymore. I, <laughs> I'm, it's me now. Like, or, like I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, and, and then after... Uh, the BCC jumps. They they get the upper hand. Then Silver and Reynolds come in to save Hangman and Stu and Uno. And it, it, now d d that's obviously going to lead to Silver and Reynolds versus um, we, uh, Wheeler and Claudio, correct? I, yeah, that would make a lot of sense for sure. Uh, I, I hope so because I like the... I don't want to say serious because they're not serious, but the the less comical Dark Order. Yeah, I agree. It's I don't know. It, they it, have to find a good good balance between like being funny it, and being like still a, a potential threat. That's yeah, that's a great like someone like Orange Cassidy or or Jericho can can do that right. Like they can yeah. be they can be funny, but like you don't think of them as jokes. Yes. Yeah. They're not just filler or, oh, okay, I'm going to go get some popcorn now because this is 
not too much is going to happen here. Right. That's kind of the problem with the Dark Order right now is like they're good wrestlers. Like every time they're in a match, right. like it's a good match. The matches are good and people like them. Like they're over. People right. like to see them. But like there's no chance that they were going to beat the BCC yesterday. Like oh, they're, no. ju- they're just not. Right. So they have to build them up to a point where it's possible that they could beat them. Like they, they I mean, they're, I seem like they're always going to be the underdogs, but yeah. like orange Cassidy is an underdog in matches too. And he isn't a, like, he could win. Like you're, you don't put it fast yeah. in that he could win, but dark order always seems like they're ready. They're going to lose a big match just based I on agree. how they've, they've gone so far. I agree. And I, I, I hope that is slowly changing or at least give them, like i don't want to say this it's i'm not being disrespectful to mick foley but like make them the mick foley of right you know like he didn't win every match but when he did the matches were incredible because you didn't expect him to win yeah or give them like a thing that they have that makes them not pushovers right like foley was like yeah he wasn't the strongest and wasn't the fastest and but like he could get he could take the most punishment so like you figure he could still win a match because even if he got beat up for the whole match he could still potentially win because he's so able to take punishment. Yeah, they need like, something that like, oh, maybe they're just, you know, they they never quit or they work so hard or like something yeah, where you think yeah, that, oh yeah, even if they're outmatched, they could still win. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's perfect. I, I, that's, yes, do that. <laughs> I mean, in, in the late, lamest of terms, that's just do that. Because otherwise they, it, it, they do kind of seem like they're like, I mean, they're not, they're not the level of the BCC. Like there's no right. Cooling. Like the despite them having fans and people liking them and being good wrestlers, like they're not at their level right now. And that you hit the nail on the head. You said right now, which means hopefully there is room for some change there. But yeah, it it something needs to be. I mean, I think that's the point of this feud. But I, I do too. Um, I, I it could have been like a, a like a water like a little test of the water like okay if it doesn't go well well you just go back to do what you were doing but if right. it does like if you notice like uno's a, le- a lot quieter right like, i mean before he not not that evil uno was like on the mic all the time but like in skits and stuff he'd be busting jokes like he's kind of he's a presence now if that right. makes sense yeah so, i agree um very interesting promo up next uh Juice Robinson uh, cut his little promo on Ricky Starks and basically telling you that, I mean, which, which we all know that the Bullet Club is basically here and he's he's coming after Ricky Starks. But my question to you is, do you really think it's him? Yeah, I don't know, because I don't know who's in Bullet Club anymore. So it's hard for True. me to determine That's... to figure out what's because, I mean, I think you're you're alluding to Jay White. Um, yes. and they have been alluding to Jay White, but as far as I know, he's not actually in Bullet Club anymore unless they take the Bullet Club for Life thing seriously. So I don't know, I'm not sure, I don't know where they're going with this because, like, everybody was like, Oh, Juice Robinson, that he's not on on Ricky's level, or they just build Ricky up, and then like they could have done this, you know, right. two months ago before Ricky which I agree, but that's what I'm trying to think too. Like, okay, well maybe it's not juice Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he so. is too much of a step, not nothing against him. Like he's entertaining, but he's, he's not, 
he's not Ricky. He's not the level of Ricky Starks. And it does feel kind of like a step down from like right. going to, you, you know, Jericho. He had a, he had the, the angle with MJF and then Jericho and then Juice Robinson. Like is like why? Right. So if you think about it, if it is Jay White, now that is somebody on Ricky Starks level. Right. I agree. Or or that is somebody who's they're on equal levels. Right. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I, I that would be insane, but I just I I think this was a I think this was a bait and switch person. Yeah, I could see that. Um TBS championship match. People were mad at first. Yeah. <laughs> just just public service announcement people like let things play out. I understand that we are in the era of time when everything is at your fingertips instantly but sometimes if you just wait yeah and this just this required waiting like five minutes i know i could see i could see if they had been like it had been weeks right being like just get (laughs) but like yeah it had been five minutes like i i admit when it happened i'm like oh that's weird but then like two minutes in i was like ah something else is gonna happen exactly (laughs) like yeah as soon as uh Excalibur was trying to put over no disrespect to you, Nicole Matthews, but whenever Jade had an open challenge and they're like, and Canada's own Nicole Matthews. Right. I was with like, like okay. with no with no entrance and no exactly. theme. And yeah. I was like, okay, AEW is smarter than to give us this. Like right. as you said, something else is happening. Right. Um well, it was obviously a squash match. Um Renee comes down to the ring. And you know, Jade threat- threatening Renee—that's highly illegal. Let alone yes. doing it in Canada. I yes, mean, that's wow. Everybody actually, loves Renee. Jade, actually, Jade's lucky Mox didn't come out. Honestly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but then we saw who the real uh, person from Canada was, and it's Taya Valkyrie. Yes. Um, and she used Jade's move, Jaded, on Layla Gray, which was awesome. Which I believe I I don't know this because I I know very little of Taya Valkyrie, um, but uh, I think her move like she uses the same move. Oh, like I think okay. that's her regular finisher, and they would they were just like hyping it up as like they both have, they uh, both use like they didn't say they both use the same move, but I think that is her right. regular finisher. See, I I've I mean. I've looked up some stuff, but I have not even like watched a whole match. Like I've watched like highlight videos yeah. of her. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited. I've liked what I've seen so far. She seems very good and she seems like a good fit. Yeah. Uh, and I like how they did this because if she had just come out, if she's going to be, if she's going to be a bigger deal than most, and I think she is than most of Jade's right. challengers, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think she'll necessarily win, but she will be a bigger deal than the rest of her challengers. I like them doing it this right. way because if she had just showed up and immediately lost, you'd be like, well, what was the point of that? But yes. if they're going to hype her up for a couple weeks and then actually build to a, you know, match where either of them could win, that would be much better. And d- did you notice, and I, I, this has to come with working with the time she spent with Regal and the time she's spending with Danielson. Jade had, Jade was, she had a look of fear on her face when Taya hit the jaded. 
Right. Like, yeah. Jade has never looked like, like, you know, Jade would get like mad or something, but she was like, Whoa, that's not yeah. supposed to happen. Do you think, do cool you think, moment. uh, Taya wins or, um, no, because it'd be a 54 and one, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I understand that can happen, but they're going to make it an even, it's going to be a, a round number. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I, 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 I can't see her winning only because if you're going to bring in someone new and have them beat Jade, no disrespect to Tyre Valkyrie because for, for everything I know about her, she's a very talented wrestler. Um, I don't think that she's at the level of someone who can just debut and immediately beat Agreed. like the 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 undefeated champion. I think you have to be like, if it was you know Mercedes, yes, fine, that makes perfect sense. Yes. But if it's going to be anyone who's not at that, then you're just like, oh, so they they built up this whole undefeated streak to have her lose to, the, like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, not I not totally someone who was even built up through AEW, like someone who'd been yeah. in AEW. Like if if you know Willow beat her at this point or something, you'd be like, okay, that's cool because they kind of yeah. built her up as a character, right? But yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. If if it's not somebody that could just step in where everybody at least recognizes them like someone might not know ruby soho but if you're flipping through the channels you're like oh wasn't that girl in wwe right you or if you've been watching aw for a while you've seen her for the last you know two years right. or whatever on tv but yeah. yeah yeah you just can't it like you said unless it's like mercedes like that's the only person that could debut and win <laughs> yeah i agree i i still think it's there they are just waiting for chris datlander i agree I, I totally agree. And as it almost should, I mean, that is not the TNT title. Like, they took it in a totally different direction. Like, the TNT title has had six million right. <laughs> holders, and it's only been Jade. So the next person that wins it is, it has to be special. Yeah, I agree. And so. I do like that they're doing because at least this seems possible that jade could lose like the problem with most of jade's matches in the last like couple months since probably right. her match with athena you were just like she's not gonna lose right and now at least it seems like i don't think she'll lose but she potentially could lose so I, that's yes that's especially how especially how much they build up valkyrie in the next couple weeks um i like that they're building up to like an actual challenge for jade yeah and and i hope that they have valkyrie do like like have this just be jade like have her have a squash match next right week. yeah like have her win a couple in a row right just to be yeah. like she's just as devastating she's just as she just hasn't been here as long but if she had maybe right. she'd be 54 and 0 right like uh, th yes yeah plant a few more seeds of doubt in the fans there you go that's perfect yeah. um well we were just talked about juice robinson's promo we had tony shivani uh he was backstage with ricky starks who basically said what we all said is like why was he even talking to me right <laughs> uh but he did say something that this is why it makes me think it's somebody else he said um of course that the bullet club is there but they haven't been relevant in wrestling since 2015 right just that statement makes me think that like somebody's gonna like an old bullet club member 
is going to be the real person. Yeah, I could see that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we weren't relevant since 2015, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. It's um, Cody. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all going to be at Mania. The whole AEW roster is yes. for Mania. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, I, I love AEW and I want all, but if, if somehow Ricky Starks went to, went to WWE and continued this angle with Cody, that would be really cool. Like it just would, it just would be like, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I, I like totally. wrestling and that would be cool. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'd be totally okay with that. They'd mess it up somehow, but yeah, they, they'd change his name to David Smith. <laughs> People are going to get confused by the name Ricky. So we can't use that. Your name yeah. is just Stark now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Iron Man. You actually, you should wear this whole costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god, what did that's I do? right. <laughs> uh, anyways, speaking of really dumb things that shouldn't have been on television. Oh man, was it terrible? It was so bad, and people liked it. <laughs> Who liked it? Who honestly, the, besides besides QT Marshall, like. Twitter this morning. Wow, that's weird. Of all I thought I, as it was airing, I was like, "This is really <laughs> dumb." <laughs> the only thing that made me laugh was when Aaron Solo sprayed the breath spray. In his right. Mouth. Who was who I, was the woman? Was she is she somebody? I someone on Twitter said it was a great signing by AEW, but I don't know, so I don't know if that was somebody that was let go by like. Um, like wwe from like uh the performance center or if she is a commentator i mean excuse my ignorance but i yeah i have no idea who she they is said it was a great signing though all right i'll, yeah, I'll go with that I, I feel bad for for hobbs at this point i mean this is obviously being set up he's going to destroy all of them right? he better like this seems like a real waste of him because they built him up over the last couple <laughs> weeks it's like he's a tough guy who like grew up and had a hard life right. and everything so now, now he's taking revenge on me and now he's just like making jokes with qt marshall like it 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 sucks and now he's like in a high school classroom right. on like like nerdy kids i don't right. know like that was but the best part of the segment by far was rj city <laughs> him just sitting in the back making the cringe face every time <laughs> qt said something was genius because they know it's bad they have to know it's bad, right? That's what I think. They have to know. Like this has to be right. bad on purpose. It has to be. Yeah. You can't. No oh, one could have watched that and gone, "This is great." Like outside of you know Vince McMahon and his most original, <laughs> or like I was thinking, like is Russo writing this? Like it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the point. Like it better be. Like they better know that it's bad. <laughs> and like, I mean, just go back and watch it again, and just watch RJ City the entire all right. time. It's. It makes the segment that much better because, like, as soon as it starts and like QT like is like well like way over the top, like RJ is just like appalled, like that he's overacting. It's yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch it again though. It was bad. <laughs> I, I won't. <laughs> oh, it's great. It was stupid. It was so dumb. Uh, and like, if that was there idea of how how can we blur the lines they were doing a three thousand percent better job by not acknowledging that they were doing that right and but they made they also they made a lot of wwe comments which i thought was odd like was it like is there yes. a reason for that like i don't know 
I, yeah, that it was it was odd, uh, but yeah. to say the least. But like again, do you, so you you kind of agree? Do you think that like Hobbs just has to destroy all of them? I think he has to. I think he has like he's, right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay. know because otherwise, where else is this? If this is just gonna go with like they're just a bunch of like <laughs> lame guys hanging around and making dumb jokes, like is that? <laughs> It's it's, yeah. it's somehow making the TNT title worse, and like it hasn't had a good run. <laughs> but like, it's true, it's true. Oh wow, that's okay. anyways. Moving and then the end, Hobbs stood up and tried to like cut like a menacing promo, but I'm like, no, we just saw the whole segment. We know, like, <laughs> we've lost all respect for you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrible. Oh, it was bad. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's, that's why I have to think that like they know it's bad mm. because. How else Definitely. would they put that on TV? Like, it's pre-recorded, too. It's not like it was live and it just didn't come off right. well. Like, they've taped it earlier. So yes. they, they had to have written that, recorded it, edited it, and Correct. then watched it back. And at no point, someone went, hey, you know what? This is really dumb. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that, that's, that has to be known. Like, because it was just... It was, it was Secretly, Vince McMahon got a job there. This is his audition. Like, you know what people hey. like? Really weird jokes. <laughs> a reference to TMZ, the TV show, which no one's watched in 10 years. I was <laughs> just going to say, the fact that they referenced TMZ made it even, like, <laughs> a thousand times worse. Because... Is that even still a show? Like, I know that was I, a TV show. I don't know if it still is. I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't watch it when people watched it. <laughs> so bad. It was. Uh Anyways, moving right along. Maybe now now they're making me appreciate the, the Jeff Jarrett set uh Jay Lethal combination because <laughs> like they're at least entertaining. Like they're on all the time, but at least they're entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see. Uh we had the international championship, Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy. Um I like the old schoolness of this match, like how Orange Cassidy was selling his knee from last week. Yeah. I it, also I made the note. Did you notice how slow this match was? Yeah, it was, and I don't know if that's <clears throat> like because Jeff Jarrett is old. Like, not no offense, but like, is he is right. that is that the speed Jeff Jarrett can work at in twenty twenty three, or was it on purpose? Like for another reason. That? I mean, that's what I was just going to ask you. So. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I did notice that it was slower. Also, I just want to mention how much I loved Orange Cassidy taking his belt out of the bag, getting the other belt, trying to put them both in the bag, realizing yes. that didn't work, then taking one out of the get, putting it down, and then holding up the new belt, like putting it in his bag, taking the ring, and then holding it up. Like that was great. It was, it was <laughs> absolutely incredible. See, Orange Cassidy was... is a guy like for for all the stuff with um like Dark Order even and stuff with, with QT Marshall, like they're trying to be funny and it makes them look like losers. Yeah. But Orange Cassidy is funny and he doesn't look like a loser. He just looks like someone who's funny. Right. Like he, he does it yeah. so well that like him, like fumbling around with the belt and stuff, like whether it was on purpose or not, it's fun and I like it. And it doesn't make him look worse just because he, he handles it all so well. Yeah. Because it like, he knows his character so well. If that would yeah. happen to him, he would just react that same. I think way. if anything just... weird ever happened to him, like the, the show with the the gum got stuck in his face, like he just yes. knows how. And like the last week where we thought maybe the like the pyro went wrong, if if it did, 
and they just yeah. ran with it, that's even better than if they decided yes. to do that. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Orange Cassidy is a, like he's one of the better, one of the best, probably like comedy wrestlers. Like he's not funny all the time, but he's funny. Yeah, and he well, like we said, when him and Osprey wrestled each other, like there were moments in that match like laughed out loud right and then five seconds later you were going like holy mackerel yeah just happened like yeah they know their characters but they also know when to put their character in the match right yeah yeah they're not joking around the whole time right um (laughs) my favorite part of the match was when satnam singh just picked orange cassidy up by (laughs) threw him in the ring yeah, Sotnam Singh is maybe it's maybe he's hanging out with Jeff Jarrett or, or something. He he's learning his character, like what he can do and what he can't do, and like yes. making it work with him really well. And I hope he struts every match <laughs> when he when him and Sanjay were doing the strut, and like he just looks so funny doing it's amazing. Like the four of those guys have literally gone from like, uh, why are they on TV all the time to like they're yeah. really entertaining. Like I like I love them now. Like, yes, I'm all, I think I'm they're all great. <laughs> and how awesome and was it when uh, Double J did the sharpshooter? Yes, that was great. Oh, it was so good. So good. And it was like he he faked the figure four. Yeah. And then went to the sharpshooter and the crowd instantly knew. And just yeah, that was it. that oh. was great for the crowd for like the uh, taking a shot at the crowd. Also because yeah. he was, you know, obviously really good friends with Owen. So that was real, that right. also really cool. Like it was good as like a heel move, and it was good yeah. as like a kind of tribute move. It was it was, it was great. Oh man, you're gonna get mad when I say this. Would would you be mad if Jarrett uh, won the Owen? No, not at all. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, that's I would love it. I think it would be great. Oh, oh that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, I think that would be great because they were especially because they I forgot they were really good friends. They were tag team partners. Yeah, that would oh, be great. Yeah. I would love that. Oh, I, I hope that happens. He's now. the perfect kind of like obnoxious heel that that should be like yes. representing Owen Hart. Like Owen Hart was such a like yes. whiny little obnoxious heel, and he was so funny while he did it. It'd be perfect. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, how awesome was the the ref bump that they've been setting up with how? Jarrett always is yelling at Aubrey Edwards. Yeah, I love the stuff with with Aubrey and, and Double J. Like they they clearly have like a a thing going with each other where she just like she's extra strict with him, right. and he like pushes her. Ex- yeah, it's great. It, oh, the fact that they thought they had one over, and when Aubrey just comes strolling, oh, I thought it was great. When when wow. uh Jay Lethal came back and and not hit Orange, I was yeah. sure that was the end of the badge. Same here. I was like, I, I was a hundred percent sure that was the end of the match. Just because it's 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 usually the double swerve, you know. Right. You, you you see the one coming, and then oh, you don't see the second one. Right. And oh, it was oh, so well done. Um. And then Trent had to come down, as you said, to take out Jay Lethal. Yes. Orange Cassidy hits the one-legged orange punch. We get the clean pin. Yes. And <clears throat> excuse me. Where do you think we go next? Uh, 
do you I think don't know. This... I like Orange as, as champion. He's done a really great job. He's L- I mean, now this belt, you know, the international belt is, I would say it's their slip, not just because the TNT belt has been like so bad. Um, <laughs> I'd say this is like their second level championship yeah. now. Like it's right under the world title. Um, I agree. I don't know. I was, I was actually pretty certain Jeff Jarrett was going to win and then he didn't. Yeah. So yeah. I don't actually know where Orange Cassidy goes now. Um, I mean, it, it is international championship now. Like, do you yeah. think it goes to some like to somebody between now and Forbidden Door, and then, or do you think he keeps it until Forbidden Door, and then a guy from New Japan gets it? I don't know. When they originally pitched the belt, like as the Atlantic belt, and even more so now with the international belt, I thought it would be a belt that like guys would right. take to other places, right? Like Pac took it and had some yeah. matches, like in England with the with the belt. I thought it was going to be a batch, a belt that like, yeah, it would disappear for a month because someone from New Japan won it and they'd take it right. to Japan for a month. Like I thought that's, what, but now I think it's the, it's a combination of things like the TNT title being devalued and MJF not really wrestling that much as the world champion. Yeah. Like true. this, this title's now pretty important to AEW. So that's if it just like true. disappeared for a while, like it would be kind of, oh, that's like their second best belt that's just gone. Um, Whereas before, like if last year it had gone for a month, you'd be like, yeah, that's what the belt's for. Right. So it's, I don't know. It seems too important to be like passed off to someone else now. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I never looked at it that way because I was definitely going to say it's about time that it changed hands. But I think it is about time that it that. changed hands, but I think it's going to go to someone else in AEW. Whereas before, right. if, if you would ask me, you know, a couple months ago, I would have said, oh yeah, someone in New Japan wins it or whatever and takes it there for a month or two. Like that's that's what the belt is there for to like show off AEW in other countries, right? But now they've they've kind of elevated it too much. Well, if if Miro's not busy, that's who <laughs> my that's who my vote is. Yeah, that'd be great then, if he see, ever I, if he ever comes back. Right, but do people actually know what or if he's doing anything? Like I was thinking of this the other day. Like, what if he's filming a movie? Like. You could be I mean, the rumor I heard was he was out with an injury and then then okay. did shoot a TV show. Like he was shooting a, a TV show for a bit. And right. then they pitched an angle to him to come back. And I think it was basically to come back to, I forget he was who he was supposed to put over. He was going to come back and basically lose to someone to like put them over. Um, okay. And he didn't like that angle. So Tony Khan said, okay, come back with something else. And either he didn't come back with something else or whatever he came back with they didn't like and then he's oh, kind of okay. just been i don't know it's weird maybe they kind of both mutually agreed like oh we don't know what to do with you right now just stay home like i don't know yeah, i have I no mean, idea what's going on and that's like another thing with like now that none of the vlogs are allowed backstage or ex- they, they are probably allowed but they just don't exist right like we don't know if he's there like people are just assuming that he's not there right and Miro so, is not the kind of guy to be at, like when they talked in the first segment about people complaining on Twitter, like wrestlers complaining about their, he's yeah. not that he doesn't do that. Right. Like he's, right. you don't really hear from him very much. So yeah, I don't, I have no idea where he is. It's gotta be something. It's yeah. weird to have him it is. under contract <laughs> and like just not use him unless they have some sort of agreement where like he's burned out or whatever. And they're just letting him stay home. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's just an odd, odd situation. Um, but we, we speaking of an odd situation, um, we had the greatest music video 
<laughs> in, in the, the history of, of professional wrestling. Uh, the acclaimed. Uh, I, I, I wish they would have hyped it more. They just said yeah. they were going to hear from the acclaimed. Like, right. tell us you're going to give us a new video. Like, right. The videos are always funny. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> uh, but the video is great. Uh, I mean, they're just so good. <laughs> they are, and it's they're they're another. There's a there's a this is not a me, you know, being super down on AEW because I obviously like it. Right. Um, but they're another group of guys, kind of like uh, you know, Ricky Starks or Hobbs or you know even Orange Cassidy, who like they should be doing big things because well, right of who how good they are, but they don't really fit into any of the current storylines right like the tag titles are kind of between the guns and ftr right now so what are the what's the acclaim gonna do like they're i don't know it's weird i don't know like are there there's not too many tag teams even anymore that's true (laughs) so it's kind of weird like they're in a weird spot right now yeah that is true because like the well we thought the elite were gonna go back to just be in the bucks and kenny but i mean well, they might have now, but I mean, they did just have a trios match, and yeah, the, I mean, the Bucks feuding with the Acclaim would be cool. It seems like they're going to feud with the 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 uh, JAS. Yeah, I mean, them and two point would be fun. Them but... and two point would be so. I don't know. Uh, I really hope it's two point I mean, they even kind of teased it after the the Outcasts had their segment. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be fun. Yes. And I mean, it would be a nice little, like, it's not like this groundbreaking feud, but it could right. get, uh, it could pass some time to, you know, maybe get them to the summer or to. Yeah. And it would be entertaining. And like, they're, they, they're obviously all funny guys. So like, it'd be entertaining enough. Yeah. And it wouldn't be like a, a waste of anybody's time. Speaking of 2.0, does it seem to you like they're kind of moving away from Jericho without like breaking up with Jericho? Uh, yeah, I have noticed that, and they seem a little less heelish. Yeah, um, because they're kind of—I mean, like Jericho's with with Sammy and Danny Garcia a lot. He's yeah. with J- Jake Hager a lot, um, but they're not really involved in that much. That's that's a good good eye, that, uh, and that's fine. Like I I I totally. I, oh, I love. I'm kind of over that. the JAS right now, so having I them kind of. Kind of do their own thing without like breaking up, so they could get back together later because they haven't had like a falling out. True, but I don't know. I'm I'm over the JAS. I, I really am too. Like I I I love Jericho. I love that Jericho can reinvent himself. And I mean, every time he, like, you're guaranteed a banger of a match when right. he's in one. But these segments, he just, like it's just a little too much. He yeah, it's just like to go away for like. A month or two. Yeah, I agree. And, and maybe I now just, that they've done the Winnipeg show, maybe now he'll. That's true. I don't know. Um. Well, what we had a segment with the Outcasts and their um, new theme, which I liked. With new theme. Uh, new theme, new new video. I thought it was good. Uh, everything about it was so cool. Did you notice that they now have like the DX green? Yeah. <laughs> So they're yeah. like every '90s faction. Now they're more of a DX parody than a NWO parody. I like it. Yeah, I, people on oh, the internet are mad because they're like they're too much like DX. They're too much like the NWO. I don't know. It's good. Yeah, they're like, like it's been 25 years. We can do it again. And like right. everybody's in, like 
we live in the age of like everything's inspired by something, right? Like there's right. S- since the Simpsons came out, everything is a reference to something else and everything is a throwback to something else. Right. So that's perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. And like, and if people, I saw someone called like, the machine generation X, which I thought was great. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Now see, now this is something that totally could happen. We were talking about, you know, are they going to be, uh, bullet club are they going to be this are they going to be that i i do know that arn anderson owns the four horsemen right and now they had the the fake four horsemen in wwe with the girls as the like backstage four horsewomen yeah women yeah yeah but like they couldn't be the real one because again arn anderson owned it right now do you think Tony Khan asks Arn to let that out. And then I don't the... think so, only because I think that this is working with them being like the the you know the more That's of a DX true. NWO ripoff. So okay. I I, I kind of like what they're doing. So I wouldn't mess with oh, it. I, I like it. I think it's great. Oh, it's, it's I think it's the best thing. And their promos are getting so wrestling. good. Like Tony Storm's oh. promo was great. Like that you just called her interim, you didn't even want to make her full champion, yes. and she she was happy about it and you know, tried to do it with a smile on her face. And then she lost and everyone cheered. Like, it was great. Like, their oh, like, was... origin stories as to why they're doing this has been great. Oh. Even Soraya. Like, I'm a miracle. It's a miracle that I'm even wrestling and you're booing yeah. me. Like, it's it's great. Now, do you, do you think they add anybody else or do you think they keep these three? I feel like they're going to add somebody else just because now the, the opposition against them is bigger in numbers than them um but i really like that it's it kind of started off as a oh we know better than the aw homegrown right. talent because we came from wwe essentially but right. now it's more of like a no we tried to fit in here and you didn't accept us so now we're mad and i think that's better uh, yeah i agree I, it's oh, it's so good but there are so many talented ladies out there that would I know. fit so well. I know. <laughs> like like the Bellas. <laughs> uh, yeah, people were mad about that, too. Like the, like the Garcias, I think they're going by now. Well, yeah, um, the Garcias. I people were so mad. at Like, oh, Tony Khan better not hire them. They're not great wrestlers. Like, they're not <laughs> great wrestlers. That's fine. But, like, they're famous. And, yes. And people know who they are. And they came from WWE, so they'd fit in this group perfectly. And it would make people so mad if they showed, which is the point of the outcast. Yes. If they showed up and like, were just like, no, we, we started the divas revolution. People would boo them out of the building, yes. which is exactly <laughs> what they want. Like, I'm not uh, saying they should, they should get pushed. I'm not saying either of them should be like right. world champion. I'm not even saying they should wrestle. If they just like showed up and like hung around them oh, just yeah. to like build heat, it would be great. It'd be perfect. They'd uh, be perfect for this, this group perfect it's so good and with them i mean they kind of uh they tweeted out that they have no plans to sign with AEW. Blah, yeah blah, blah blah like okay to me that means you either signed or you're talking and right i mean first off daniel bryan right uh, brian danielson excuse me <laughs> uh danielson works there and he's right. married to brie right correct? Or, is it, or nikki brie he's married to brie yeah so like of course he would love if his wife i mean come on right 
there and even if they just showed up sometimes talk. like even if they weren't there all the time like they don't want to tour they don't want to that's fine yeah oh like you know i mean damn well like we live in the age of uh legends contracts like, right i'm sure you know like look at sting like right the the garcias would gladly say like oh wait you're gonna pass how much and we have to show up four times right sick <laughs> could you imagine though them coming out and being like like i think it was it was nikki who was like the longest reigning divas champion in wwe like when it was the divas title could right. you imagine them coming out and being like i'm the longest reigning champion in history and we started oh. the women's revolution and the reason women are successful today is because of how mad people would be oh, which is incredible. like perfect which is exactly what it yeah, I love it. I think it'd be so great. So good. And, and then, then the other three outcasts, Tony and Ruby and Soraya, could be like, "Yeah, this these are the women we looked up to. These are the they, right. you know this they're right. This is everything we've been talking about all this time. Oh, they were right. Man. They they appreciate us, and we appreciate them. And yeah. Oh, the the Bellas would be the actual Hogan, right? Of oh, oh my god, dude, this is so good. This It'd be amazing. Happen. It'd be so great. It'd be perfect. And they don't even have to wrestle. They could just show up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. It's gonna <laughs> be great. Gonna happen. And gonna then you happen. could even end up with like Danielson if you wanted to involve him. Him being like torn between he loves AEW, but he also loves his wife. It'd be right. great. Oh. Maybe oh, that brings similar. him back. How he's gone for a while. Maybe that'll bring him back. I don't know. Oh. Zach Sabre Jr. is gonna bring him back. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna happen. Um, we haven't. We also haven't talked about. They made Riho look like a badass. Yes, like she, did. like she's always been good in the ring, but like she's never looked as particularly tough. But like, yeah, they made her look like she's she's now come off as like super tough. It's great. And you do know what happened via Twitter, correct? Yeah. What? Okay. That's... She got like put. She like deleted her Twitter, right? Yes, because yeah. of certain people who follow Jim Cornette. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, oh, that was just such a f you. Yeah, her coming down with like the pipe and like dressed a little bit differently. Like she looked so cool coming. Like it looked, it it was great. And Um, she's the one who ran them off. Like no, yeah, it was great. Now my my, and even the little bit where Britt and Jamie didn't quite trust them yet. The other three, like all of it, perfect. It was perfect. Now, but do you think, like a lot of people were saying, Sky Blue shouldn't have been there. It should have been Sheeta. I kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think maybe she's injured. I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I, I heard that somewhere, but I don't know if it's actually true. Well, I was going to say, like, maybe she could have even been in Japan. I right. don't know what's going on yeah. right now with her. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely but, think, yeah, Sheeta should be, Sheeta should be on their side. Totally. Um, I also I mean, think the outcast need to do a little bit more of rip off the NWO more, like the original, <laughs> like early the early NWO, like the Outsiders when they showed oh, up yeah. like out, outside the arena and like threw people into trucks and like just like disrupted oh, yeah. matches and just like you know caused general chaos. Like just take it a step further, just be like a bit more and like cause more cause more trouble. Just one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this. I love this angle. It might be my favorite this, thing in AEW right now. 
yes, this angle is great. Um, I like they need a shirt. Yeah, and and they better have a killer logo. Yeah, like it. Uh, but it's. I even saw someone say they should make a shirt that says like you know the nasty women shirts that came out. And like the yes during the women's march, they should make a nasty women outcast shirt. So it's NWO. Oh, NWO. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, well, moving on, we had another promo. Uh, and this was 2.0, uh, saying that the acclaimed just keep making the making the argument for them that they are sports entertainers. And yes. I love this. I also love this angle. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. Because it's it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it really is. It, it, it's just it's an amazing angle. Um I really hope this leads to something because 2.0 are so talented in like, well, just like the acclaim. Like they're good on the mic, but they're so good in the ring too. And I kind of hope, just, I just thought of this now. I kind of hope it leads to like the, the 2.0 talk you know hanging out with the acclaimed or talking to the acclaimed and then you know trying to convince them that they're sports entertainers but then the acclaimed kind of convinces them that like no you're we're all sports entertainers kind of we're all wrestlers like jericho oh. made this dis- jericho made this distinction for no reason just to get you to be on his side and like you don't need to be i i, I kind of hope like they free them from jericho that would be super cool <laughs> yeah i kind of hope that psychology. happens yeah, I kind of hope that happens now too. Uh, do you think we at least get a match? Yeah, I feel like we have to. I feel like that's a, that's where this is are. going. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I just really hope they're not six man matches and Jericho goes and then they have to put Billy. I mean, there's I'd have no problem with Billy Gunn, but yeah, like Jericho just somehow always finds a way to get into his group's matches. Jericho also always finds a way to get into whoever's hot at the time to work that with them. True. And yeah. you can say that one sense it's good because he does kind of help put that person over, like True. like uh, Ricky Starks, not Eddie, which I'm still mad about. Um, <laughs> but he gets so like yeah, getting involved with Ricky Starks, you'd say oh Ricky Starks was like the hot guy, and he put himself in there to like kind of get his heat, like get get be a part of the big right. the big new thing. But he does also help put them over. Um, so I, I can see why he does it from like a business sense, but like I yeah, I don't want him around this. Yeah, it's I, I really I just hope he doesn't. Oh, I know we sound like we bash Jericho a lot. We like we do. But, but that's not, not to say like, we don't like Jericho. It just it, it's yes. just Yes. It's a little it's, much. It, it is a little much and he doesn't need that much. Like right. Jericho can Jericho is is like the master of oh, okay, you're only giving me 30 seconds? Well, I'll win them over in 15 seconds. Right. And they'll be kissing my feet in the last 15 right. seconds. Like, yeah. He doesn't need to be on the whole show, but I don't know. I think if he wrestled half as much, yeah, people I'd would like okay appreciate him much more. And not yeah. that his wrestling is bad. It's just like if he was away a little bit more. Yeah. But then again, too, seeing it from his point of view, there probably isn't many left, so he probably wants to, yeah, you know what I mean? Too. Like, get as many in as you can while you still can perform. Right. But, anyways. Uh, we had the main event, speaking of Chris Jericho. It was the Trios Championships, uh, House of Black versus JAS versus the Elite. Uh, yes. 
oh, this match was so fun in so many different ways. It was fun. Yeah, um, it was a little a little messy because of just the number of people involved. But well, right, fun match. Um, yeah, and I, just the whole build of the match was fun. Like it had a slow start, and then once they hit that middle section it kind of fired on all cylinders, like with them and the crowd, like the crowd yeah, was, the crowd was super into nuts. It. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the first time Jericho and Omega were in the ring, even though they, they got broken up the first time. I mean, that was great when they faced off and then House of Black just attached, oh, attacked them. Yes. So they couldn't have the face off. That was great. I mean, we're definitely getting another one. We're definitely getting a Jericho and Omega rematch, right? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know when they'll do it. They might do it at like one of the Canadian shows. I don't know. Or Forbidden Door. I mean. Yeah, I I, I could see it, but I, I'd be kind of upset if it wasn't Omega facing someone else from Japan because. Oh, that's true. That's I'd true. be very annoyed. That's true. Um, but yeah, I do think uh, we're getting a singles match between the two of them. And I, I've mentioned before, I want, I like the trios matches. They're always fun, but. I think Kenny Omega is better than that. And I want to see I, Kenny. I, I want to see him on like, not, not to even knock the trios matches. Cause they're all fun and they're all good. And they're, it's a good differentiator between AEW and, and, you know, other companies who don't have a trios title. Right. Um, but I want Kenny to have, you know, some really big one-on-one. He, I mean, he's, he's not old, but he's not young either. So very, very true. I want him to have a, a, you know, big singles run again. Oh, I, I it's definitely coming. Yeah, I really hope um, so. It, was was this a staple match for the House of Black? Um, I mean, I definitely for Brody King. Like Brody King got well, put over Bro- oh, huge yeah. for the second yeah, time. Right. Like in the last match, the one match they won the titles in, Brody Brody King got put over huge too. Like they're, true, they're they're focusing a lot on him, and with good reason. It, yeah, and, he looks like a monster. He looks fast. He looks strong. Like he looks like devastating in these matches. So definitely a statement match for him. Yeah. And I, I think we're seeing the plan of what they talked about whenever Malachi initially just wanted to take that time off. And then the internet said he quit and he had to come back and say, no, I didn't quit and explain himself. And yeah, I think this was all, like remember how they said like he had a long sit down with Tony Khan and they planned right. some stuff out. Right. I think this is it because I mean, there's this, it just doesn't seem like Tony Khan wrote this. This seems right. like something that Malachi did. This was just this leading into this match. It was, it was fun, but it was dark, but it was also like nobody expected the elite to come back this quick. Right. You know, like when, when they lost, like, oh, okay, well, Kenny's going it. Well, like we said. Right. Yeah. Okay, I thought they were splitting. Going they're, to... they're going this yeah. se- like not separate ways, but they weren't going to be a trio but, but, anymore. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, just to bring them back instantly and then to lose again, that yeah. just doesn't seem like something that Tony Khan came up right. with. Right. But I could be wrong. I, I kind of wish Malachi had more promo time, just in general, like, because his promos are really good. Yes. And he could he can build up a story really well. So I kind of maybe going forward that's what they'll do. Cuz I was going to say I would like to see that. I well, I think whatever is next is I think they're going to start a feud with somebody. 
Um, I think that maybe Jer- the JAS is going to get a, another match against them just because I don't know if you noticed. I noticed right away and it, it bothered me. Um, Danny, Gar- Danny Garcia wasn't the legal wrestler. Oh, I when he got pinned, that. Jericho got knocked out of the ring. Then Garcia came in and they pinned him, but there was no tag. Oh, so I don't know if that was a mistake. And he was supposed like Jericho, Jericho was supposed to like, he was supposed to tag Jericho as he was falling right. out of the ring and didn't, or if, or if they're going to use that for Jericho oh, to be like, okay. Hey, we shouldn't have lost. Give us our, give us another match. That is very interesting. I didn't notice. I don't have to. Go I noticed it right away, and I because I watched the show like delayed. I didn't watch it live, so I watched it. And then when Garcia got pinned, I was like, "Wait a second. And I went back and watched it again. And yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he was never tagged in. Wow. Which I don't know if that was a mistake or on purpose, but I think they've AEW's done little things like that before where they've made a mistake. Like right. I think Eddie had where he didn't actually get eliminated from a battle royal, and they they wrote it into the storyline. Um, yes. So I can see them recognizing that and then writing it into next week's show or whatever where Jericho's like, hey, we didn't actually lose. We need another match. And then they do it again. Just the two teams, I mean. Right. Hmm. It's uh, that I would accept that, uh, but <clears throat> not many more. <laughs> yeah. I would accept one more match where like right. House of Black goes <clears throat> over again. And then I want them to move on to something else. I don't know who they would move on to. Because AEW's tag scene and trio scene is kind of weird. Maybe because they introduced the trio's titles, they kind of took away some tag teams. Yeah. Because now um, they both seem kind of weak. Like there's not very like when they announced the trio's title, I remember both of us were like, oh, there's so many trios. Yes. And now there's not really at all. There's uh, there's yeah. like Death Triangle, there's you know, Top Fox. I don't know um, who else. Uh Trustbusters, but Really... Are they still a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're they're holding it down in Ring of Honor. Oh, and uh, there's um, what's his name? Tony Nese's guys. Uh, Davari and what's his name? The other guy. Davari and he's in ROH. Davari How do I not know his name? Not Slim J. No, the other guy. The other guy. Josh Woods. Josh Woods, that's it. Okay. They could be a trio. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. There, I forgot about um, Woods, Nice, and Javari. Uh, yeah, yeah there aren't many. many. There aren't many, <laughs> so I don't know who they're going to who they're gonna go up against. Oh, see, I would say United Empire, but Osprey just got hurt. Yeah, and it's not the BCC because then followed up this match, we see that the BCC is still feuding with Dark Order. Correct. Uh, or I guess there is the Dark Order, but again, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. And then um, the then we have to talk about post-match. Oh, definitely. Um, well, is the, the, the House of Black retains... Yes. Uh, and then we had the stare down of all stare downs. Um, Hangman is in the ring, and then the elite back Hangman. I love how they cut in the middle of the match to them fighting backstage. Yeah, I thought that was great. That was such because it, it was it made sense for the setup later. Like right. it was just super cool. Yeah, but it uh, and yeah the the um, 
the BCC attacked the Dark Order backstage, and that bled over into the main event, which was just weird, but like in reality, weird. Like, why would that happen? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, why are like, they coming to the ring? They were back. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, people wouldn't try to, like, this is a television show. People wouldn't try to stop that right. from happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. Um, but what I really but loved yes. about the ending was when the BCC backed off because the elite was there. Yeah. But Hangman didn't realize that at first. Right. He kind of just like, oh. oh, look, they're backing off from me. And then right before the show ended, you see him kind of turn around like, oh. Yeah. And oh, I mean, we're talking about Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what I, I honestly don't know what happens here. Like, do they invite him back? Does he accept this? Do they? I don't know. <sighs> It's, I have no idea, and it's it's incredible. And what about Dark Order? Because Dark Order's kind of, you know, they've always been his more loyal friends, and he's even said that. Like, when you guys turned on me, they've been my more loyal yeah. friends. But, like, their Dark Order can't beat the BCC. We already saw that. The Elite possibly could. Oh, see? I never thought of that. That's but is he, is he going <laughs> to dump his, you know, more loyal friends to go with the cool kids who are, like, you know, stronger? Oh. There's so many layers. I love it. I think it's going to be great. Like the one thing that for for everything we've said about like the trios being kind of weak and everything like the elite and hangman, like they can write really great stories, at least for themselves. Yes. And it's going to go, I don't know where it's going to go, but it's going to be good. I mean, within the next week or two, we're definitely going to hear from them. Right. (laughs) I hope so. But AEW has had a bit of a problem with, letting stuff be really hot and then just not talk about it again for a while. That is true. But it's the elite and hangman. Like they're on a lot. Right. They have to they have to they have to give them a promo, right? Like the elite needs to get a promo at some point. Right. <laughs> I, so mean, I don't know. And there's again, so much this to is, talk about. I try not to put CM Punk into every storyline because I try <laughs> not to. Um but if we got the elite coming out and saying, hey, we have some stuff we want to say Hangman, you need to come out here. We need to talk about some stuff and then be like, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the last year and we started to realize who our real friends are and that, you know, we've always supported you, even if we weren't getting... And then, like, before they can make up, Punk comes out. (laughs) And it's like, no, 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 I don't want to hear any of this. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's going to happen, too. People are forgetting, like, He's still under contract. He's They're another guy, gonna... like like Miro, like, but even more so. He's still under contract. You, you don't have CM Punk under contract and not have him on your show. Right. That's, that's <laughs> I don't care how much they dislike one another. Right? Like you don't. <laughs> right. You don't. Like that's, <clears throat> yeah, it, I'm sorry. That would be like, oh, Hogan and Randy Savage didn't get along. So we're just going to not have Randy Savage on TV anymore. No, of course not. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you're gonna make right. them get along. <laughs> yeah, there's too much to be too much money to be made, yeah. obviously. Um but I mean top notch show. Uh yeah, it was another it was another very storyline heavy show. But I liked yes. it. I liked it. Um yeah. It, and it's... they started a lot of new storylines. Like where where are a lot of these things going? I don't know, which I like. Yeah. And they they, they, they set up rampage. Uh, 
it's I don't know how I feel about Rampage yet. Like obviously I didn't read the spoilers, so the show itself could be off the charts, but just by what I saw on paper, it was not underwhelming. Well, isn't it on at like eleven thirty? That's the other thing too. Yeah, I'll be watching it Saturday. <laughs> I feel like they know that no one's gonna watch it. So like not no offense, but why you're not gonna put on your best show when it's airing at true eleven thirty. Oh, Tony Khan just tweeted, uh, welcome Uh-oh. back to AEW, Stu Grayson. Hey, breaking news. It's Stu Grayson. It's hashtag all elite again. Hey, breaking news. So there you go. That's Stu. That's pretty cool. See? I like that. This is the show. He somehow (laughs) got onto the live recording, which made no sense. That's right. So yeah, Rampage. (laughs) Again, we haven't haven't watched it. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs against Ray Phoenix. That'll be good. Uh, Yeah, but like... Daniel Garcia, Brody King. 2.0 versus... um, the Bollywood boys and uh that'll be good. Yeah, they're good. And uh Tyre uh, Valkyrie is in a match. Oh we don't okay. know who it's against. Oh see that show already sounds better than I made it out to be. <laughs> and at uh, some point, when is it? When's the oh also they're doing the the training between Stokely and Matt Hardy, which we have to, that's that'll be good. Oh I didn't know they were doing that. That's gonna be amazing. Matt Hardy, tomorrow on Rampage, we're gonna share with everyone the intense England training we've been giving Stokely Hathaway to get him ready for hooks. That'll be funny. That has to be funny. Like that can't not That's... be funny. And like I don't understand what they're gonna do with that next week, real quick yeah. before we <laughs> like I mean, Hook's obviously going to destroy him. Right. But like like how do they make it funny? Right. <laughs> because, like, I mean, Hook's personality is he has no personality. Right. And and no matter what Stokely does, I mean, he's an overreactor. But, right. like, Hook's not going to give him anything to play with other than, like, beating him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff going we... on. A lot of possibilities of things. We still don't know who uh, Hank, oh. who is, who, uh, uh, Adam Cole's facing in a couple weeks either. So that is true. Uh, oh man, I forgot we have the new show starting in a couple weeks too. That looks good. Wow. The the yeah. uh, the trailer for that um, behind the scenes show looks good. Even and even the, the even the the potential tease of them talking about the elite CM Punk stuff on it. I don't yes. think they will. I feel like that's not on it. But oh, you don't think? No, I don't think so. But they're teasing it. So potentially. Hmm. Interesting. See, I, I feel like Punk's not a part of it. Because not everyone on the no, roster is on the show. That's right? True. Like only some people are on the show. That's true. Eddie's on the show, so I'll watch. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I, oh, Eddie's amazing. Uh, before we, we hang things up, I, I texted you and gave you a small homework assignment. Yes. Uh, and homework assignment was, uh, if you could have anybody on the AEW roster versus the hitman bret hart in his prime i mean obviously not today i mean the guys it probably couldn't even wrestle if he wanted to right now right um but yeah yeah how would how would you book the match how would you do it uh who would you pick and i'll let you i'll let you okay um my i mean the obvious choice is is danielson because that would be incredible um both Bret Hart and Brian Danielson, they, again, they could wrestle me and it would be good. Like totally. it, it would be passable because yeah. like, yeah, because they could wrestle me today. Right. <laughs> like, 
I, I, I don't want to take this a shot at WWE, but like Bret Hart could could just script people's matches and they'd be good. And I think he wanted to do that. And they said yes. they said no, which <laughs> is like, which it's if absurd. Bret Hart says, hey, I'm going to tell people how to wrestle. Yeah, you immediately say yes. <laughs> like, yeah, like came to me right now, and I am not a wrestler. He's like, I'm gonna teach you. I would, I would say, yeah, sure, of course. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you're learning from the best, so, right? Like, I mean, why wouldn't you? So, not Danielson, because I feel like that would be great. But I'm gonna go a slightly mm. different direction. Um, okay. One of the best matches, not just my favorite match, and not just one of the best like Bret Hart matches, and not just even one of the best WWE matches. I think one of just the best matches. Period is Bret Hart and Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. I think that's possibly okay. one of the, the best matches of all time. And that wasn't, that was, they had a very unique mix of, that was before Austin broke his neck. So he was a better wrestler. And Brett obviously is a good wrestler, but they're both also really good, like really physical brawlers. Like, right. You forget about Bret Hart's physicality because he's such a good technical wrestler. Right. But I feel like Brett's one of his best attributes is, I've said this before, I don't know if on the podcast or somewhere else he makes it look like it's real. And I don't yeah. mean he makes it look like you're in a real fight because if you're in a real fight with someone, you're not like going to put them in the sharpshooter. That's right. ridiculous. Right. But he okay. makes it look like he's really wrestling. Like the stuff he's yes. doing is real, right? Like every yeah. shot he takes is real. Every move he puts on is for a reason. Like he, he does it to the point where it looks real. Um, and that includes his, like his punches are some of like the best punches in wrestling. Oh, they're unreal. Unreal. So the match that I'm doing is Bret Hart against Hangman Page. Oh, beca- okay. because I feel like Page isn't Steve Austin, but he has a kind of similar style to, to, to Steve Austin pre broken neck in the sense that he's, you know, a, a good, a good, pretty good technical wrestler. He's not the greatest, but he's pretty good. Right. He's a pretty good, you know, high flyer. He's quite good. Um, he's a good brawler. He's kind of a, you know, pretty well-rounded guy. And I feel like him and Bret Hart could have a really good match. And I think it could really, you could really see how good Hangman is in that match. Um, why it happens, I'm not quite sure. Other than that, like, Hangman wants a challenge and Bret Hart's the challenge. Right. That's, I, I don't have much of a story to it. But the way, right. I script, the way I script the match is it kind of starts off with Bret Hart being, you know, a technical master. And, and Hangman can't, 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 can't cope with that, can't hang with that. He's not, he's not you know, picking apart body parts and putting on submissions like Bret Hart is. Um, but what Hangman has is his heart. He doesn't quit. He doesn't give up. He keeps fighting. He keeps trying. And over the course of the match, you know, Bret tries everything and Hangman doesn't tap out. He gets to the ropes or he reverses it or right. gets his way out all the time. And then eventually Bret start, starts just fighting him because it's like, okay, well, oh, I can't, okay. I can't get him to quit. So I'm just going to have to beat him up. And they just end up fighting. And it becomes more of a, like a brawl, you know, Bret Hart ends up with the, you know, the figure four on the corner that he does and right. it ends up more of a fight. And Heyman at that point of the match tries to, you know, kind of gets back into it, evens it up a little bit. Um, my finish to the match is Bret Hart puts him in the sharpshooter. He's in there for a while. He slowly gets to the ropes. He crawls on, holds onto the ropes. But at this point, Bret Hart's annoyed. Cause he's been, he's been, beat, he's been beat up. He's been fought. Like he, he can't make this guy quit. He's just like, right. so he just holds the move on kind of like Austin um, just holds the move on a bit longer. And the referee, you know, counts to five and then he doesn't let go. And then the ref's like, Hey, I'm going to disqualify you if you don't let go and kind of pulls him off. And then 
Hitman stands up. You know, he has words with with the ref. While he's doing that, Hangman pulls himself under the ropes. Bret Hart turns wow. around, gets hit with a buckshot lariat, and Hangman wins. Wow. That's my match. That's sick. <laughs> awesome match. I just figured, like, he's not, he can't hang with him technically, but he can brawl him. And I could see Bret Hart, the character, being annoyed at, like, this guy will right. quit. I can't get him to quit. Very similar to the Steve Austin matches, uh, kind of on purpose. But I feel like it would work right. out really well because I just because I love that I love Brett and Steve Austin like their matches against each oh, other were incredible. So they were matches, and you're you're right. Like Bret Hart is a very underrated underrated brawler. Yeah, he's just so good. He's just so he, good. He, <laughs> <laughs> um, mine and initially I'll get to my real one in a second. Initially did it. Uh, remember how we were talking about like the Iron Man match and how like nobody ever does like a blowout, but blowouts right. have sports. Right. I was gonna I was gonna do mine. Uh, it was gonna be MJF, and it was gonna <laughs> just be in storyline, and you know he was gonna say, "Oh, I beat Danielson," blah 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 blah, and that's how I was gonna bring Danielson back. Like right. it was gonna be another Iron Man match, but it was gonna be like. Like he got pinned like ten times, <laughs> and it'd be like ten nothing, and and so Danielson could come back and be like, wait a minute, he pinned you every six minutes. You couldn't <laughs> even go six minutes with Bret Hart, like <laughs> that. It, and then I was like, no, that's, I mean, that's funny and everything, but I'll, I'll take it serious, like a hundred percent seriously. So mine is, I have a whole storyline. All right. Uh, well, not a whole storyline, but I'm just gonna one hundred percent. For the sake of this, the everything that happened with uh, CM Punk is a work, and All right. that that's how they 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 needed to get the title off off of him for okay. for this. So sure. he has this big thing. He wins the title. He gets stripped of the title, and you know Tony Khan can't keep anything backstage. Like the the quote unquote fight happens, and blah 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 blah. This that and the other. So. The hitman just shows up and again no wwe contracts blah 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 you know right and he was like what is this what, what are you guys doing here this is stupid i'm gonna like to be the world champion you have to have like excuse the pun for ring of honor but you have to have honor you have to have commitment so i'm setting up a tournament and you know for the next so many weeks we're gonna have these we're gonna have you um Winner move on, and you know, but it's not the the final two. The winner of the final match doesn't get the title. The winner wrestles me to see if you're actually, you know, uh, um, viable for the title. All right. So, <clears throat> you know, it goes through back and forth, and there's some surprises in there, but finally, the the last two are Danielson, Kenny Omega. All right. And they put on obviously a hell of a match and Omega wins. So then you have, and it's going to take place in Canada, of course. Of course. Then you have <laughs> uh, you have Hitman versus Kenny Omega for the AEW title. And it's a ladder match for some reason. I don't know why, because I had nothing in my stipulation that it was going to be that. But for I some just want to see Hitman, it. So yeah, go for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Hitman changed the rules. <laughs> 
And I was like, after I wrote this, I was like, man, why did I change the letter, man? I was like, well, it has to stay now because, I mean, I want to see this. <laughs> so, yeah, for some reason, Hitman changed the rules, made it a ladder match during the tournament at some point. Uh, but it is pro wrestling, so that is acceptable, 100%. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Hitman and uh, Kenny Omega have probably which i would say is going to be the greatest ladder match in in the history of the world agreed <laughs> uh but the the difference is they don't do a, today's ladder match with like 5200 ladders and the ladder that's 93 feet tall it's the old school ladder match with like one ladder that i mean you do use it as a weapon but you do use it more as like a strategy right like, it's more about like beating someone down to the point where they can't climb yes. versus like jumping yeah. off of it yeah yeah like it's just an old school ladder match which totally kenny could totally pull off yeah and of course the hitman could pull off and the hitman he goes over hitman wins the title nice and he lays the title down he said no you know i'm uh you know this this isn't you know it's a young man's game blah 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 uh Tony, I, I don't want the title. I appreciate everything, but here's what we're going to do. So then he um, he sets up another tournament, and that's whenever Punk wins. And see, this, again, it makes kind of little zero sense, but Punk wins, but he gets the Bret Hart seal of approval, which everybody knows how much he looks up to Bret Hart. Yes. And like, Everything gets in wrestling world. Everything was smoothed over just because there was a tournament, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bret Hart, Kenny Omega sounds amazing. I, I, yes, I didn't book it, but now I want to see it. Yeah, and then I had to throw Punk in it somewhere, like of course. obviously. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. I mean, very few people appreciate Bret Hart as much as CM Punk. So, yeah, I, I found my like, I was we've talked about this before. I was super hardcore WWF in like right. the 90s like i didn't watch wcw well i didn't even know when it was on like if we, i'm in canada so we didn't get it at the same <laughs> oh, it true. wasn't the same like raw and nitro on different channels like it wasn't that for us i think it was on like after raw or like the next day or like it wasn't they weren't on at the same time um so i didn't watch nitro like i kind of followed along i just started getting the internet so like i knew right. what was going on um but i didn't like i was super wwf when brett left I was like, well, I can't ever watch him anymore. I was just, I was one of those guys, you know, like, oh, wow. I was one of those guys who was just like, well, WWF, Shawn Michaels is actually better. Like, that was me. Like, That's amazing. Like, you'll know the people now who are like, well, I can never watch Cody again. I hate him. Right. Like, that's yeah, that I was that guy, but I, I was, in my defense, I was a teenager. So, right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I kind of forgot about how good Bret Hart was just because like then the attitude era started and it was just so fun and cool that like i stopped and, and like wcw ruined bret hart like they did an absolutely totally. terrible job with totally bret, hart. bret hart um yes. one day that's going to be our our homework is to do a better job than wcw did in in booking bret hart <laughs> all you have to do is the exact opposite yes of <laughs> pretty much <laughs> um so i kind of stopped watching and stopped paying attention to bret hart i was like these guys are cool they like swear and <laughs> this fun right like it was wwf was more fun at the time right. and then only like later was i just like yeah Bret Hart. what and then i hit i think he like you know he had his falling out with mcmahon and then they got back together and he ended up in the hall of fame 
And at that point, they released a bunch of Bret Hart DVDs and stuff. So I watched them and I was like, oh, yeah, he was incredible. Like, he was oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Like, see, I even had like the idea, like, um, I was going to put somebody like give him like an action Andretti. Right. And do like for him what he did for uh, Sean Waltman. Right. Yeah. Like people forget that bret hart and the one two three kid had a match on monday night raw that was incredible yeah it was <laughs> he really did have good matches with everybody yeah and i know this is turning into like a cm punk dax harwood like let's just talk about how great <laughs> bret hart was podcast um right. but like he legitimately was so I, I mean yeah and he was doing it in an era when like if so-and-so didn't want to work with you they just made you look stupid right yeah <laughs> like, it was just an odd time to be a wrestler and the fact that he wasn't six eight three hundred pounds right like i think part of the reason even now people defend bret hart so much or or, or point out how great he was so much is because wwe kind of did try to brush him aside like when he left they were just like well he wasn't any good anyway and just like <laughs> moved on right like they just like and the attitude there was so like fast-paced and crazy that like yeah, like you kind of forgot about him for a little bit because he did kind of get pushed aside by all the craziness that, that happened. But like, yeah, he was so good. And even like, like when you say he worked with anybody, like even people like, yeah, he, he had great matches with like, he didn't get along with the, the click, but he had right. great matches with like, with Sean, he had great matches with, you know, Razor Ramon and, and Diesel and like, yeah, Sean Waltman, one, two, three kid. He had great matches with all of them. And like, they weren't like, they didn't even like each other. And they had they had such good matches all the time. Even like the match, the Montreal match, the screw job match. Like, yeah, it was a pretty good match, considering yeah. like everything yeah. that happened. Like, pretty good match. And and they hated each other, right? So that's why when people tell me now that like, oh, CM Punk can't come back. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. Totally. Um, you know, Shawn Michaels basically said, Hey, you cheated on your wife with Sonny on like national <laughs> TV. And then they still work together, right? right. <laughs> like see that's the thing that like a, a fan might not understand that but the bucks kenny and punk understand that and right. you can't tell me that they don't <laughs> they're and not none, none of them blind. they're all so good at like wrestling emotion like the the, the storylines that the elite writes or the story things that punk gets yeah. involved in like they put emotion into wrestling it's not just like i'm winning because i yes. do really cool moves right like they put emotion into all their storylines so they know the power of like having you know backstage conflict or personal conflict yeah. in a match yeah. like they, they recognize how powerful that is in terms of like an on-screen storyline 100 percent. well I, I mean uh i think it was that uh that one um uh oh, i forget what it was it was it was I don't think it was a dark side of the ring, but I don't know. They said some, one of the old promoters had a sign in their office that said like real life conflict. Oh, it was like, good. it was the Memphis show. Memphis. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. It like breeds good storytelling or something or like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it does. <laughs> and I mean, if anyone watched, you know, Memphis wrestling, it's probably CM Punk. Yeah, if right. any current wrestler today like watched a bunch of Memphis wrestling, it would be him. Right. <laughs> and the, you know, the don't forget that. I mean, obviously, if what 
he wasn't there at the time, but the, you know, Jerry Jarrett had a lot to do with all that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now Jeff is there. So, yeah. And that was, but before we go, that is one thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, are you noticing the Jarrett imprint on the show at all? I don't know if it's Jarrett or if it's the new producer person or the shows do seem a little bit different to me. I, I like Same here. I like the, they do a bit more promo videos now, which I'm sure is the new producer. Um, they do a little oh. bit of, you know, moments ago, this happened. Like they recapped the, the four pillars thing later on in the show. Yeah. And they don't beat you over the head with it. Like WWE does where they every, after every commercial break, they show you what you just right. saw before the commercial break. Yeah. Like that's a little much, <laughs> but like they do like, you have to kind of assume that not everyone is paying full attention to the show for two hours, right? Like maybe you went out to get a drink. Maybe you were on your phone yes. for a bit. Like maybe you, maybe you have it on, but you're not focused on it. Yeah. So doing that stuff kind of helps. Um, it does feel different. I don't know if, who that is. If it's Jared, if it's, you know, the elite are back and they're doing more for the show. Like I think the women's division might have a lot to do with Kenny being back and not injured. And like, yeah, maybe he's has a more hands-on role than he did before. I don't know, but it's all, it's all been good stuff. Totally. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, if the, the, the changes I noticed in the production and everything is definitely for the better. Yeah. Uh, well, like Jericho said, you know, uh, we're a professional company, company. We need to start acting like it. I think a lot of that is really starting to bleed through now. Yeah. No one told the people to write the press releases, though. That is very true. We're <laughs> updating the website. Scotiabank Arena. Arena. Because uh, <laughs> yes. Bank Center is a different building. But, yeah. Anyways. Uh Quick question before we leave. Yes, yes. Um, actually, yeah, I had a rant, but I forget what it is. Anyway, oh, my Sick. small rant. Tiny rant. Small rant. Tiny. Um, Let's hear it. I don't know if you spend... I don't spend as much time on the internet as I used to on purpose because I, I'm sick Which... of internet wrestling people. Like, they're too much. Correct. Um, but a lot of people bash AEW, obviously. And a lot of people bash WWE. So it's not... I'm not saying, like, oh, poor AEW. Right? right. But... The stuff we've been seeing from AEW in recent weeks, um, you know, focus on the elite, focus on uh, MJF, focus on, you know, original homegrown people like, you know, yeah. Jungle Boy and Darby Allen, and, you know, focus on Dark Order more. Like, that's all stuff that AEW fans were screaming for a year ago when they're like, there's too many WWE guys. There's too many. <laughs> like, now yes. they're getting exactly what they asked for. They really are. Like, 100%. it's almost all. And like, they're still mad. So I don't understand what you want. Like, I, I like that Tony Khan kind of listens to the fans and goes in the direction of what the fans, but like the fans are mad all the time. So like, you can't, you can't do that too much because uh, like yeah. they asked for Dark Order on TV more. I remember specifically when like the yes. CM Punk stuff started, people were like, why isn't Dark Order on anymore? Well, now they are all the time. And like, what are you upset about now? Right? Like you're still <laughs> mad at something now you're mad at whatever like it just come on like and yeah yeah i don't know and, and and just real quick to like kind of piggyback on what you said again no disrespect to dark order or evil uno or Stu grayson but if you have cm punk right you you put him on tv over dark order 11 times out of 10 like <laughs> the time when people were complaining were around the time when ever all the wb guys showed up right right but like if you have CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole 
and they all just yeah. came. You're not going to be like, sorry, guys. We don't have time. Yeah. We, Alex Reynolds is in this main event. Like, no disrespect <laughs> to Alex Reynolds. But, like, no. That's not right. how... Even Alex Reynolds would be like, are you sure? <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. This is, a, this is exactly what people wanted from AEW. So... I hope they enjoy it because I like it. Like, I'm not saying the show is oh, bad now. Great. You made it bad. Like I'm not saying that. Right. But this is giving people what they asked for. Like Tony Khan does generally listen to what people want. And like there's less, there's no Ring of Honor stuff really anymore. There's no like, like yeah. he has changed the show to kind of suit what people were asking for. So I hope they enjoy it. Anyway, that's it. My other short thing. Short yes. thing. Do you think Punk is back next month? The rumor always was April. Um, I'm well. Yeah, I mean the math so, sort of lines up. So, um, I'll say, I, I'll say he's back before Double or Nothing. All right, that makes sense. If if you're gonna put me on a spot, I, I I'll, I'll commit to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, hopefully he comes back at the Pittsburgh show, just saying. But That'd be amazing. That'd, I'd be nuts. I'd jump the rail. <laughs> no, I won't, because he will come back, and everyone will be like, oh, why didn't you jump the rail? Because <laughs> 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 I didn't want to get arrested. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, on that note, I think we've covered everything worth covering this week. So, um, yeah. you know, thank everybody again for – I know we had two episodes last weekend. Thank you everybody for listening to both um they both did very well considering we had two within three days so thank yes you and if you much. if you make it through the homework stuff i know it's not recapping aw so maybe right. i don't know if people like it or not um if you're still here at this point in the podcast like like tweet us something let us know that you you listen yeah. you, you listen to it and then either you like it or you don't like it because i could totally see i mean it's, it's kind of a long show so i can totally True. see like you listen to what we recap the the show and then we get to the off topic stuff and you don't care. Like I, I get that. Like I, I, yeah. I can see yeah, if, if someone thought, so if that's what people are thinking, let us know. Cause we'll, we want to know. And if you like it, tell us that too. Cause yeah, we can we'll do, do more of it. We, yeah, we can, we can fantasy, involved. we can fantasy book, you know, Bret Hart all we want. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Cause I mean, <laughs> I do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, yeah, we'll get you guys and girls involved. Yeah, tweet us. Um, uh, we're at Elite City Pod everywhere. Uh, so, you know, get at us. Um, uh, subscribe, like, comment, retweet, uh, pass it, pass it along. We're we're uh, we're doing well with subscribers. Um, we kind of plateaued here, but we still still getting there. So, thank you for that too. Um, but that seems to be about all. Uh, oh, also, before we go, I'm just going to put you on the spot. Rick, you need to watch Ring of Honor. It's really good. Yeah, I do. I, I was thinking, uh, like, I have now I have to watch, like, three episodes. But I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just really good. There's lots of good stuff happening. Um, nice. And for anybody out there who was worried about getting Honor Club, um, I did. And it's definitely worth the money. It's two hours every week. Uh, people were kind of, like... Was it definitely going to be two hours? Is that a pipe dream? But no, it's been, it's, uh, there might have been one that was a little more than two hours, actually. Uh, but it's been two hours every week. So you get your money. Yeah, that's, 
that's really cool to to hear. Um, I it just makes me wish that AEW had a streaming service though. Yes, but that's a, that's a different story <clears throat> for a different day. Different story for a different day. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're going to get something here soon. They're going to have to. Uh, yeah, because Honor Club is good and everything, but the interface just sucks because I'm using it. I mean, the interface is good, but I'm using it on my Xbox, which right. it's not meant for. So, it's, right. yeah. Anyways, thank you all. And uh, we'll be back next week. So, you know, tweet at us and, uh, you know, give us a topic and we'll talk about it. So until then, later. later.